one of the most frustrating things in special education is going to an IEP meeting only to decide we need another IEP meeting. I'm going to give you three ways to avoid that. Welcome to the Special Education Inner Circle podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Witcher, and let's jump right in with strategy number one. If you've been to an IEP meeting where you get to the very end and we start to talk about placement and we're deciding what's going to be the most appropriate placement to ensure that a child is going to be prepared for further education, employment, independent living, and that discussion is left to the last five minutes of the IEP meeting and not everybody is fully participating, not everybody has all of the information, and often we have to continue the IEP meeting just for the topic of placement because we didn't have enough time or information, I want you to decide right now to never let that happen again. A great strategy is to make sure that you're having the conversation before the IEP meeting in regards to the full continuum of placements. Now the full continuum of placements, that's the buzzword that's in ideal law. Remember, I'm not a lawyer. I'm just telling you where to look. So this full continuum of placements is everything in a district that is from general education with no supports to a residential school, possibly even out of state. For most students, we're going to look at three placements and decide, do we need this level of support or that level of support? What's going to be the most appropriate place? Too often, recommendations are being made without everybody having the information, meaning that a parent has not seen a classroom or does not know firsthand what the program looks like that the team is recommending. Often, teachers who are making the recommendation are doing so out of habit and they don't know what the next program actually looks like. I'm speaking from firsthand experience. I was a teacher many, many years ago, and it was often the case where I was making a recommendation to go from my classroom to the next classroom in middle school, just based on that was the track that the district recommended, not because I had seen the actual classroom. Now, shame on me for not asking more questions, for not asking to go see that classroom, for not asking to know more about the recommendation that I was making, but I was a brand new teacher and I was really relying on my boss and on my colleagues and for their wisdom and their information. I wish I would have known to do better, but I know now and that's exactly what I'm encouraging you to do. As a teacher, I want you to feel confident in the recommendations that you're making because you've seen the information or the program firsthand. Parents, I want you to feel confident by starting this conversation before the IEP meeting and asking the question of what placements have been considered or will be considered and make sure that you have the information that you need before you go to the IEP meeting. Now, you don't need an IEP meeting to have the discussion about what's going to be considered so then you can get the information to have it at the actual meeting. Don't call a double meeting. Just have the conversation. Make sure that you put your request in writing to know what those placements being considered are going to be and make sure that you have the information that you need as a parent and teachers do that work behind the scenes to make sure that you know what's going to happen during that discussion and you're confident that the parents can participate in that part of the discussion. So that's strategy number one, make sure we don't leave placement just to the end of the meeting, but we've done the prep work to have a proper discussion. Strategy number two is let's make sure that we're not having an IEP meeting to decide that we need to collect more data 
so we can have another IEP meeting. This happens all the time. A parent is frustrated with what's happening in their child's education. They're looking at the progress and wondering, is there any progress? And they call an IEP meeting so we can all go sit at the table to decide that we need to collect more data so we can have another IEP meeting. Guys, we can do a paperwork shuffle. We can have communication. We can have phone calls. And then, of course, we want to make a recap in writing when we have those phone calls. We can do all of this data collection, data discussion before we all go sit at an IEP meeting and use our individual expertise. So parents, you're an expert at your child. You know them more intimately than anybody at that IEP table. Teachers, therapists, admins, you're experts in your role and you need data so you all can make smart decisions together to ensure a child's getting an appropriate education. But stop calling IEP meetings just to say, hey, we need more data so we can have another IEP meeting. You absolutely can stop that process and start the conversations about data collection, what has been collected, what needs to be collected before we go sit at the IEP table. The third thing that I do not want you calling an IEP meeting for is to discuss what accommodations and modifications are in place and being used because they might need to be changed. So often we have parents who are worried because there's homework meltdowns happening at home, that the child uh, does not have their modified worksheets, that they don't have their pre-teaching strategies, they don't have their visuals in place, they don't have the correct prompting that's happening. So we have an IEP meeting and we're all discussing about what supports, accommodations, modifications are being used. And then there's a decision of, oh, we should change this or we should take more data on this or we should update what's happening. But we can't make smart decisions if we don't have the data about those accommodations and modifications, if we don't know what's actually happening. So we come to the table, we're struggling, and the teachers are having a conversation. Well, are you doing this in, this in your classroom? Are you doing that in your classroom? Those conversations don't need to happen at the IEP table. If you're worried that your child or your student is not being properly supported in all environments of the school, then you need to do some detective work before we get to the IEP meeting. You need to start having the conversations and documenting what is happening and what is not happening. What has been tried, what has not been tried. Let's get all of that information prepared before we schedule that IEP meeting and all sit at the table. And then we can make those decisions with all the information that we need. We want to avoid coming to the table with just the problem without having the information that we need to get to the solution. The IEP meeting should be focused on having the discussions that are needed to get to the solutions and the decisions that we need to make as a team to provide a child with an appropriate education to meet their unique needs, to prepare them for further education, employment, and independent living. But coming to the table without all the information about placement or without all the information of the data of the IEP goals or maybe the behaviors that we're tracking or coming to the table and deciding we need more information on accommodations, modifications, and supports that are being provided. That's not an effective use of everyone's time to come to the table without those pieces of information and then having the meeting 
to say we need the information to have another meeting. So let's all decide right now that we're going to do the prep work in those areas so we don't get stuck in that cycle of meeting after meeting after meeting without having decisions made because we don't have the right information. I want to encourage you that if you're struggling to get the correct information, if you're struggling and stuck inside of this cycle of meeting after meeting after meeting, that you hop on over to specialedinnercircle.com, go download your free IEP checklist with 12 questions that you need to ask before the IEP meeting. And yes, this is for parents and teachers and therapists and admins. If you sit at an IEP table, the checklist that's waiting for you at specialedinnercircle.com is a tool that you need. And then you'll also get the link to join us inside of the special education inner circle where we have VIP conversations, the higher level conversations where we can take this to the next level to make sure you're getting the support, the answers and the resources that you need to be the best at your role at the IEP table. I hope to see you inside of the special education inner circle. We'll chat next time. Thank you.